trigger warning, this episode does contain discussion about suicide, also homicide. Also, for legal purposes, this episode spilled the tea is for entertainment purposes only. Thank you and have a good day. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the final episode of season three of the Single Black Female Podcast. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for rocking with us and just being a part of this journey with us. Um, the last episode of the season is always bittersweet because um, I know as podcasters, we enjoy recording every week, we enjoy engaging with, you know, our family. Um, which is you guys, we enjoy creating content, but also it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and a lot of us don't get paid and we need that time to focus on us and our regular lives and, you know, just also prepare, um, for the following season. Um, but it's definitely a well deserved break thank you maxwell a well-deserved break if my i must say so myself but um honestly just from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much for continuously being here especially with our lack of presence on social media um so it definitely means the world to us and if you were not here we wouldn't be here so thank you if you haven't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We'll leave that information, of course, in the description, the podcast description. Um, please, please, please like, comment, subscribe, follow us, rate us, and leave a review or a comment um, on whatever platform you listen to us on. Leaving a review will help other amazing people find this podcast, or you could just play it while you're at the gym you know what i'm saying and maybe not even listen to us for real like just play it you know what i'm saying like it you know whatever you may retain some stuff through osmosis um who merch 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 today is the last day that merch is available um and then i'm shutting down the store indefinitely um i want to work on some new things for you guys um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I love our, our old merch, but I just want to revitalize it, you know, um, rebrand, give us some fresh new merch, if that makes any sense. So yeah, today's the last day. Um, I still owe somebody some socks. Uh, I got you though. I haven't forgotten about you. Today's girl boss, girl boss of the week, Snap by Ash. Um, I'm hoping I'm saying that correct because I don't have my notes in front of me. But Snap by Ash is her name is Ashley. Um, she is a DMV based uh, photographer. Um, she actually did my sister's engagement photo shoot, and the pictures were lovely. She was very sweet. Um, amazing incredible pictures um so if you are in the dmv area please check out ashley um her work is 
chef kiss. Like, I can't even explain it. And then I'll post a picture of her work. Um, yeah, so, sis, we see you. We are definitely proud of you. And keep being girl boss. Her highlight will be in the girl boss highlight. <sighs> so check her out if you are in the DMV area. All right, so spill the tea. <clears throat> and, uh, you know... Single black female fashion, of course, I'm going to tell you guys my business because that's just what I do. So I have a little tea that I like to spill. And remember, all of this is before I was in a relationship, um, but it did happen at JBLM. So boom, um, I was on Tinder, met a guy. Um, he was really handsome. He seemed cool. But he just seemed too good to be true. Like, he just seemed really, like, too good to be true. He was, like, fit AF. He was, like, caramel. He was tall. He was this. He was that. And when I finally met up with him, we talked. And it honestly just seemed, it just seemed, like I said, too good to be true. It just seemed too good to be true. So I had like word vomit and I just told him my entire life story. And um, yeah, like I just thought he was really cool. So I think it was around like Christmas and he was like, hey, you can't come over anytime soon. I have family coming down and I'm like, cool, like I'm not your girl. So I don't want to meet your family, you know, so I'll definitely I, I definitely understand. And um, I don't know what happened, how I found out, but basically I found out this man, Sergeant First Class, we'll call him Sergeant First Class, Bortney, um, had a whole wife. She was a first lieutenant, I think, at the time, and I think she was out in Hawaii or whatever, but somehow you know how we be doing the digging. I found out he had a wife. And that's why I couldn't come down because his wife was there. And I'm just like, okay. And I'm pretty sure in a, in a very upfront way, I told him, I was like, hey, now I understand why I couldn't come see you. You have a wife. And that was that. And I left it at that. But I didn't block him because... I'm not the type to block people because I want to see what you send to me so I can look at it and ignore it, you know? So I'm pretty sure he sent me something talking about let's get up or can we still hang out or can we? And I believe that males and females can have a platonic friendship, but that's not what this was. I met you on Tinder. You... That time we sat down and talked for hours on end, you never mentioned that you had a wife. You know, like, it was just real, it was real fishy. And I didn't approach her as, I didn't come to her as a woman. Number one, I'm sure I'm not the first person that he's done this with. Number two, I don't know her. She's a first lieutenant. I was a specialist at the time. Her husband was a star in first class. Like, it just would have been so messy. It would have been so messy. Um, so, you know, I'm sure either she found out or she didn't, but that's his cross to bear and that's her husband to deal with, 
you know, like, but honestly, what would I look like as a specialist saying, um, yeah, your husband hit me up and I, 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 like, nah, so it was real messy, but yeah, F you dude, um, you're a scumbag and God bless you. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a confession or you want to get something off your chest, please submit your confession to spill the tea at singleblackfemalepodcast.com. Your secret will be revealed on season four, episode one. Okay, so yes. Um, now we have time, I guess, to rack up on confessions, but yeah, take your time with that. So, uh, on to sis, are you okay? So, of course, this podcast is going to be late today in true single black female fashion. And I promise you, by the next time um, you hear from me, I will be a civilian and I will have more organization in my life. And I will be getting these out to you on time and I will be more efficient. You know, I can only go up from here. Um, the goal was to always, you know keep getting better, keep getting better, keep getting better. Um, but I kind of feel like this, doing it by myself kind of put the podcast at a standstill as far as like progression. And um, I just feel like I owe you guys a lot more than what I gave you this season. But I gave you my all, if that makes any sense. You know, I, I truly gave you guys my all this season. Um, didn't really want to be on camera um, by myself. Um, I think I'll be more comfortable with it next season. Um, I'll have a new setup, hopefully be in a new house where I could just have a room to record, um, and help with Reagan so I can record during the daytime if necessary. Um, but yeah, so boom, um, today's the night. There's actually a full moon tonight. So do with that, what you want to with that information. So moving on to sister, you're okay. So if you don't know, yesterday I turned 31. Um, cancer baby. Um, but I'm truly wholeheartedly grateful and blessed to have made it to 31. Because number one, everybody doesn't make it to 31. Um, my best friend Ashley actually passed away at age 17. Um, didn't even get the opportunity to become a legal adult. So I'm so grateful. But another thing is... 31 didn't always seem like an attainable age. Not like in my childhood, you know. I didn't grow up in rough and tough neighborhoods. It was this last year. Um, and I was really in a dark place. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Do I want to make it? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to make it. But do I think I'm going to make it? I was just drowning. I was being crushed by life, as my therapist likes to say it. So... I think the funniest thing is that when I decided to get help with my mental health, they ask you all these questions like, do you have trouble sleeping? Check. Uh, do you have difficulty focusing at work? I would always say no because I don't want them to reach out to the commander and be like, hey, she can't work. And uh, uh. Um, Are you homicidal? No. Are you suicidal? Uh, no. I could always say no to homicidal and suicidal because I, they never really asked the real question. They would say, are you planning a way to end your life? Are you thinking about hurting yourself, cutting yourself, doing this? They never ask, do you want to die? 
They never asked me that. Out of all the forms that I have to fill out, all the questionnaires that I have to fill out anytime I go um, to speak with my therapist, they never ask, do you want to die? And I remember nights that I would lay in bed and tell myself, of course, I'll never commit suicide because in the Christian faith, you're taught that if you commit suicide, that's an instant way to hell. You saw how little Nas X got on the pole and rode down the hill. If you commit suicide, we're told that basically you're going to get on the pole, little Nas X, and swing yourself down the hill or, you know, ride the pole down the hill like a fireman. But it wasn't just that because I felt like suicide was a selfish way out for my family. They would have to pick up the pieces. They'd have to take on my debt. Um, but also I thought I'd be a shitty person for leaving my daughter. But I knew that I just wanted to die. Um, may it be a freak accident in front of people. Maybe I collapsed um, picking up my daughter from daycare so other people could see like, oh, she clearly didn't kill herself. Um, but I know I just wanted to disappear, disappear. And my thought that if it was somebody else that hurt me, or if it was, you know, my heart stopped, or if it was any other way than me taking my own life, then that wouldn't be so selfish, right? But um, I'm just glad that, you know, I, I invested in myself and I took my mental health seriously, not just for me, but for my daughter, because I can't raise her to be an incredible human being if I'm not striving to be a better human being. So um, thank you all for the birthday wishes. Um, and I'm just grateful for life. I'm grateful for the breath of my lungs. I'm grateful for my daughter, my family. Nathaniel, my friends, my small, small, small circle of friends. I'm so grateful. Um, but moving on <clears throat> to best friend talk. So, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> this is Thoughts for 31. Um, of course, now that I'm 31, I'm a little more wiser um, so it's only right that I give you all my unsolicited advice because that's what we do in this show. So I'm just gonna let you know how I feel about a few things and you take this information, um, or you leave it, whatever you want to do. Okay. So boom, surround yourself with people that pour into you and not just take from you. Um, if you're the smartest person in your group, it's time to move on. Set healthy boundaries. This is your shit. This is your life. And those that cross those boundaries will not be there to help you pick up the pieces. Uh, you're allowed to ex have expectations of people um, that air quote care about you. I used to tell myself that if I don't have expectations, then I won't get hurt. But at the end of the day, it still hurts and it still sucks. So you can have expectations for people. It's okay. Um, invest in yourself before you try to save anyone else. Like I told my, I told my therapist last week or this week i was like yeah i'm not trying to be super save a hoe like i have to take care of myself before i save other hoes like honestly um invest in your mind meditate uh speak to your your higher being or your higher power um take care of your body you don't have to be in the gym lifting weights um but you should be walking 
You should be outside getting vitamin D. Um, you should be drinking water. Um, I'm sorry. For the soul, meditate. Um, talk to your higher being. But for the mind, exercise, exercise your mind. Get off of social media. Get off of the TV. Uh, put down the remote. Stop watching this movie. And allow creativity to pour into your mind. Because a lot of the things that we are engaged in, we're so overstimulated with everything that's going around, going on around us, that we don't take the time to become or you know have creative ideas because we can't. We cannot. We can't be processing things on on Instagram or social media and taking in all that emotion or constantly glued to the TV and have creative thoughts. That's just me. Maybe that's other people as well, but that's, you know, it's my unsolicited advice. Um, if you felt uncomfortable in the gym, this is your sign to go. You owe it to yourself. I remember I used to be so uncomfortable in the gym because I'm like, I'm a noob. I don't know the correct form. I don't know what to work out, how to work it out. Look, little tip. Before you go to the gym right? Figure out what you want to work on. Get on Pinterest, create a little board, make it private if you want, but figure out what you want to work on and figure out the correct exercises that you need and watch a YouTube video on it. So you know exactly what you're doing when you get there. You get what I'm saying? So then when you're there, you don't feel uncomfortable. You don't feel like, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, prepare yourself so you don't look like you don't know what you're doing. Um, that's what worked for me. I'm like, I think, first of all, it was going there and finally being around other people. And then once I figured out what I was doing, what I wanted to work on, um then it was like okay f everybody else i'm seeing a result my butt is getting fatter it actually moves when i hear back that ass up so i'm doing something right and if you're doing it wrong you're gonna know you're gonna feel it and you move from there move on from there or if you have somebody that you see in the gym um like a female maybe be like hey sis uh am i doing this right it's okay all right, moving on. Um, stop giving everyone access to you. Everyone isn't deserving or worth your energy or your time. Um, unplug from social media for like a week and you'll love it. You'll enjoy it. Um, take as much time as you need to heal. But at some point, you have to figure out next steps to pick up the pieces, especially if you have little ones relying on you. Um, if you're suffering, seek help. Don't wait until it's too late. You know what life is like without a therapist. So try to see what life is like on the other end of the spectrum. And if you don't bang with your therapist, get another therapist. I had a therapist that canceled every appointment that I had. And I'm like, oh, my time's not important to you. Say less. I'm going to find somebody else. And I did. And I love her because she's real as fuck. Um, always pee after sex. Working on glutes, quads, and hamstrings makes it easier to ride. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, if his sex is whack, tell him, stop faking to protect his ego. Of course, be tactful about it, but you deserve to finish and be satisfied. Life's too short for, 
bad sex. Um, if you're struggling with your body dysmorphia, ditch the scale. And when you go to appointments, doctor's appointments, don't look at the scale when they weigh you. Um, <clears throat> some shit can wait. You don't always have to drop what you're doing to do laundry. You don't always have to drop what you're doing to pick up a call. You don't always have to drop what you're doing to um, run to your baby if they're crying. And I'm not saying if they're hurting, like, don't stop. I'm saying like if they're just crying, you don't have to. Some things can wait. It's okay. Take a deep breath and get to it because nine times out of ten, it's still going to be there. After you take your deep breath, saw and regroup, okay? Um, natural bodies matter. It's okay to have a natural body. It's okay to have stretch marks. It's okay to have a fupa. It's okay to not like what you see in the mirror. But the one thing about it is that a lot of the times you can change, you know, what you see in the mirror um, by changing what you eat, by changing how you think. Saying, I love my body. I love my body. I love my body. I love every curve. I love every perfection. Affirm yourself. When you look in the mirror, affirm yourself. I'm a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? Period. Or this is my body and I brought life into this world. So if it's imperfect, it's okay because I created life with this body, with this one body that I was given. I created life. You get me? So boom. Um, Do Kegels all day because why not? You have time. Nobody knows. Just do it. Um, Hoes don't exist. Hoes never exist. Uh, the word ho, whore, I feel like was made up to make people feel bad about what they do with their body. But at the end of the day, it's your body. Choose to do what you want with it. And that's on period. Um, go get a V-steam. V-steam occasionally. It's good for your vagina. Um, you need to detox down there. You need to cleanse everything. I remember after having a miscarriage, I V-steamed. And shortly after that, I was pregnant again. So, yeah, feasting. Um, stop taking pictures of other people living their lives. Hop the fuck off their dick and let people live. Like, imagine being in a world where you feel like you can't be safe to do what you want to do and live how you want to live and look how you want to look because you're going to end up on somebody's social media. Like, leave people alone. Leave them alone. Like, I can only talk about this because I don't do it anymore. You know, once upon a time, I used to do it, take pictures of somebody's crack or somebody looks crazy on the train or on the butt. Yes, but let people live their lives. Um, Wearing a bonnet outside is okay. You know why? Because it's your business and it doesn't affect me. If I wanted to live my life and wear a bonnet outside, then that's my business and it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect Monique's paycheck. Netflix affects affected Monique's paycheck, but wearing a bonnet doesn't. So mind your business. Um, you don't have to do it all by yourself. It is okay to ask for help and it doesn't make you weak. Boom. That's all I have for this, this episode. Um, I just want to thank you guys once again, um, for listening to us and thank you for listening to my unsolicited advice, um, on the episode thoughts for 31. It was raw. It was quick. It was loose and fast and it was dirty um but I didn't want to do too much for my last episode um I love you guys I'm going to miss you guys um as soon as I figure things out 
I will let you guys know when we will be back. And as always, we're going to be back and better than ever. Um, That's it, guys. Bye.